What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. For international students, we have the the Office of International Education, and we we would have an advisor. So I would、right. go to the advisor a lot, and she would kind of explain to me how things work, and then she would give me like、uh, a brief explanation, and then、yeah. I would go and actually explore myself. And I、yeah. think being able. To explore and look for your own answer, it's something that I learned at UVM. Ruby Shu is a graduate of the University of Vermont with a bachelor's degree in community development and applied economics. Ruby grew up in Taiwan. While vacationing in New Zealand with her family in middle school, she told her parents she would like to do her high school abroad. She didn't care where; she just didn't want to continue studying in Taiwan. Ruby landed in a boarding school in Northfield, Massachusetts. During high school, one of her teachers of Chinese origin took them to a Chinese restaurant in Burlington, Vermont, that her parents owned. The restaurant owners told Ruby that she could walk to this restaurant if she joined the University of Vermont in Burlington. Ruby Shu joins us today to tell us her University of Vermont story. Now, before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives, five highlights from the podcast. It's very different from high school because it's not small like the. Uh, the teacher to student ratio is different. You、sure. will have to be more active. You, if you have questions, you have to be the one going after the professor in college, or your answer will, your question will not be answered. So、yeah. being more、uh, proactive is something that I have to, I had to do, and I had to try doing because I wasn't used to it. I did meet one classmate, and I was very thankful that she, she and I became friends at the end because we were the ones sitting on the first row.、Mm-hmm. And she, she was the type that always asked questions but never took notes. Yeah. She, and I asked her why? Why don't you take notes? She's like, oh, because I spend all my time listening and asking questions. So he said he actually had something for me to do、mm-hmm. is to help them going through all the surveys results and then compiling everything together. So it's more like an office job. Right.、Um, so that's how I started working on campus, and that's how I ended up、um, switching my major. Yeah. So I I never regret that I study abroad, even though I. I lost more than ten years spending time with my family. Get out of their comfort zone because I do see a lot of students who go abroad to study and they still stay within their group of friends. Now, 
I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Ruby. So without further delay, over to Ruby Shu. We can start with what you think overall of your experience at UVM now that it's a few years behind you. I remember the, um, the orientation that I attended. There was one student from Beijing mm-hmm. and then myself. And then the other students, they were, um, I believe they were all exchange students from Japan or South Korea or um, some European countries. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were placed to in the dorm for the first two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as this classes started, I started making friends, like local American friends, and because English is not my first language, so yeah. I actually met some classmates. They were very helpful and friendly. And we would uh, study together, and that kind of helped me uh, be more adapting to uh, college in the U.S. And from there, I think I started making more friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that was when I found UVM not so bad. <laughs> so, Ruby, uh, what kind of things did you do in high school? What were your interests? Um, so I actually tried different sports because that's one of the requirements for us mm-hmm. to join our high school. So mm-hmm. um, I actually did field hockey and softball because I couldn't swim and I couldn't join the swimming team. Mm-hmm. And um, I told my mom about joining field hockey and softball, but she felt like it wasn't something that girls would do. Mm-hmm. But I feel that uh, joining field hockey and softball actually helped me uh, be more uh, adapting to high school in the U.S. because mm-hmm. I know in Taiwan, we only play like volleyball or maybe badminton or ping pong. But mm-hmm. field hockey is not something that we actually see in Taiwan. So um, I was very happy that I actually joined field hockey, but also regret that I should have joined earlier because I actually ended up joining field hockey when I started senior year. And right. I played softball since uh, sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah, I wish if I actually was introduced to field hockey as a freshman, I probably would have made it to the varsity team mm. by the end of senior yeah, so right. that was what I did for sports, and then uh, we also have we also have to do something we call work job. All mm-hmm. the students who join the school has to work four hours a week. Okay. And when you started, uh, school will choose the job for you, and usually that's something that students don't like to do. For example, working in the kitchen, like doing dishwashing or you know, cutting vegetables, or uh, cleaning. And then we also have a farm. So we have a variety of jobs in the farm. Uh, we can work with the maple syrup or um, like cleaning the barn. Those are something that I did. I found that are very different from what I could get in Taiwan. And mm-hmm. we, 
also have um, the community service options. Yeah. And I actually done something really interesting. I organized the files in a local court. Mm. And that was something that I never imagined I would do because we could sign up for different type of things that we could do. And that was something that I was interested because I was, I was interested in knowing what a court would look like, even though it's a local small court, but yeah, yeah they, they're just like a, a regular office that's filled with a lot of disorganized files in like in the room. So we had to actually look through and then help them organize. Very good. So Ruby, let's now talk about your transition from high school to college. How was the academic transition? Um, so I would say the only similarity, similarity of the academic from high school to college is math mm -hmm. because I took AP calculus and mm -hmm. then uh, that was something that I also have to take in college mm -hmm. and so that was that was um, pretty similar mm -hmm. uh, for the rest in for example the uh, class size because um, for freshmen in college usually the class size it's much, much larger. Right. Uh, I had a lot of lecture style classes mm -hmm. and that would include at least 60 to 80 students. Right. Um, I, cause my major was business. So I had to take uh, economics course and for macroeconomics, I remember my class had about like 60 students before micro it was more closer mm -hmm. to 100 mm -hmm. and it's very different from high school because it's not small like the uh, the teacher to student ratio is different you sure. will have to be more active you if you have questions you have to be the one going after the professor in college or your answer will, your question will not be answered. So yeah. being more uh, proactive is something that I have to, I had to do and I had to try doing because I wasn't used to it. It was uh, for high school, it was more like the teacher would come to you and say, oh, you haven't done really well on this. What happened? Do you need my help? But then for college, it's the other way around. Like you have to go to professors and say that, oh, I'm not really sure what this part is. Can you explain that to me again? Or you have to make sure you know the office hours of the professor so you can go to the office hours. But sometimes the professor could be very popular and he or she could have a lot of students waiting in line. So you have to always go maybe like 10 minutes before you actually start it and try to have a spot. <laughs> so it's very, it's very different. I would say. What What did you think about your uh, classmates? What were they like? Um, I would say they're all very different. Um, mm -hmm. I've met students that are very hardworking. They always ask questions and they always raise their hands, but never took notes. Mm -hmm. 
And I had classmates that took notes, but they don't ask questions. And I'm not, I'm not sure if they actually did well in class, but I did meet one classmate and I was very thankful that she, she and I became friends at the end because we were the ones sitting on the first row. Mm -hmm. uh, she, she was the type that always asked questions but never took notes. Yeah. She, and I asked her, why, why don't you take notes? She's like, oh, because I spend all my time listening and asking questions. Mm. <laughs> and, I said, and then she's like, but I found that you have a really good handwriting. So I thought we could cooperate <laughs> and then study together. So that's how this classmate and I ended up being friends because she, she never took notes. So when we write for exams, we would have to study together. Like she would help me understand certain concepts and then I would let her in my notes and then we would study together. So, but we also have other type of students that just come to, come to class late and then like um, fell asleep or something. I think we, in one class, because it's a lecture style, so no one really cares what you do. But yeah. you will have to be your own boss. You will have to be the one that actually push yourself to study and push yourself to do better. And um, I would say most of my classmates are still very nice and friendly and helpful. Even because I know some of them, they don't know. When you ask them questions, they don't know, but they would do their best to help you find out. Sure. And I think that's something that um, I found very welcoming in the UVM community. What did you think of the professors? Um... The professors, I have different types of professors. Some mm -hmm. of them, they, they seem pretty easygoing and they, so they would give their lectures. Yeah. And they would answer you questions. But for me, I feel like I can't really be, um, what should I use? Like, we are still, like, there's still a distance between the professor and myself. Yeah, but yeah. I did meet a professor. She is also from Taiwan, mm -hmm. and she was the type that would spend all her afternoon just trying to get you to understand something. And she would actually help you to kind of explore if this major is something you should continue or not. Mm -hmm. and she might say things that sounds harsh. Mm -hmm. but actually useful. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say I had a variety of professors. They all have different styles, yeah. but they are all very helpful for me. So let's talk a little bit about outside the classroom, about your campus life. Um, what did you think about the dorms and the uh, food and living and all that. How did, how did, how was that at UVM? UVM is huge. <laughs> you have to take buses to get to different campuses. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I think I mentioned that as a freshman and sophomore, uh, we have to live on the dorm, like in a dorm on campus. Yeah. So we couldn't really choose where, uh, which dorm we live. But from the second year, like we can choose. They have a traditional dormitories. Yeah. And they also have the theme housing, so they have different programs, like Japanese programs, like a group of students that are interested in this language, and mm-hmm. they can apply for the theme house.、Um, I also try to apply for the theme house, but、yeah. I didn't end up getting. And later, I found out because I filled something wrong on the application. So、mm-hmm. that's. That's what you know got me not getting into this、uh, theme dorm. But I met a lot of friends. They live in different houses. I、mm-hmm. had friends who live in、um, Japanese house or Chinese house, and then、um, there are also a lot of different things like、mm-hmm. no boundaries. Well, I think it's called no boundaries. Uh huh.、Yeah. And. Yeah, there are a lot of them. I can't remember all of them, but because、uh, I have a lot of friends from the Chinese house and Japanese house, and I sometimes I would go to their events because for different theme house they would host different activities or events.、Uh, for Japanese, sometimes there is like sushi making, or they would have、um, different animes showing things like that, and as well as for Chinese. House they have different festival celebrations,、mm-hmm. uh, so if I knew about this earlier before I even started UVM, I would have、uh, dig into this and apply for it when I was able to. Because I feel like being in a theme housing will get you be more connected with the people that have share the same interest. As you, so sure, sure, yeah. Okay. And for food, oh, we have a lot of options. We have the traditional cafeterias. We have a restaurant style,、um, and we also have、uh, grab to go that kind of options.、Mm-hmm. And I would say my favorite is the pub in the student center. Uh-huh. Because they serve different kind of meals, and they are also the ingredients are from the local farms, and、uh-huh. a lot of them are like、um, for meat. They have like grass-fed beef or something. I think、mm-hmm. that's a great option because that helps the farmers, and then also healthy for us. So、sure. yeah, so that was one of my favorite place in the student center. What kind of things did you do? What kind of activities were you involved in?、Um, I joined several、um, student unions. So there is this called Asian American Student Union, and then、mm-hmm. Black Student Union, and then there is also Alana House. And、mm-hmm. the reason why I joined those was because I have friends who who were already in the clubs. And then after we became friends, and then they introduced me to this, and I want to talk about Lana House a little more. So,、sure. 
at first I wasn't sure what Alana House did,、mm-hmm. but、um, when I when I started going to their events, yeah,、um, I feel like it's just a place for me to get to know myself and then also heal myself because. When I say heal, I'm not saying that oh,、um, I wasn't,、uh, I was like in danger or anything. But sometimes studying can be intense. Yeah. And then you, you, you always want to do better, and then so that you can get an A at the end of the semester. Right. But you forgot about what you need as a human. Right. So Alana, going to Alana House. Being with the people there, just talking to them makes、mm-hmm. me feel relieved and feel、mm-hmm. like, oh, I still have to do things to make myself happy, to make、right. myself、um, kind of know what I'm doing, why I'm here. So for Alana House, because they have the peer mentor program, and、mm-hmm. that's how I got more. Uh, involved, and、yeah. that actually kind of shaped who I am right now. Because even when, because I currently work in an education field, and、right. um, I work with schools, I work with teachers.、Um, I don't work with students as much, but I work with teachers a lot.、Right. And sometimes I do have to meet with several students to get to know more about how I can help them. Right. Talking to the students reminds me of what I received from Alana House. All、mm-hmm. the help, and then I feel like I want to do the same for the students,、mm-hmm. even though I don't know them pretty well. But、right. I'm here for them, just like when I was at UVM, the people at Alana House were there for me. So I think that kind of Also help me decide that I want to stay in education field as a career. Did you do any particular、um, campus jobs or other kinds of、um, initiatives or projects?、Um, I started doing、uh, on-campus jobs since second semester. On my first year,、mm-hmm. um, so it's、um, I can't really remember the name, but it's a calling position. So I have to call to do a, a survey,、mm-hmm. and then、uh, when I met the the person, Michael, who was in charge,、um, mm-hmm. I I told him that I actually don't like speaking on the phone. Right, and then he said,、uh, "May I ask why you still apply for this position if you don't like talking?" I said, "Because I want to explore what's on campus,、yeah. and I feel like maybe talking on the phone, or maybe you will have something different for me to do after you meet with me." So he said he actually had something for me to do、mm-hmm. is to help them going through all the surveys results. And then compiling everything together, so it's more like an office job. Right.、Um, 
so that's how I started working on campus, and that's how I ended up、um, switching my major from business school to、um, what we call CDAE. It's community development and applied economics. So it's different from the regular business school, and that's how I met、um, the the professor, my advisor that time. And、mm. from that job, he actually introduced me to different positions because I also worked as a promotion a promotion coordinator for Sodexo、mm-hmm. on campus. And then I also had a variety of、uh, internships. I did a a sourcing intern、mm-hmm. at Select Design, and then、um, I also did a、uh, like a marketing position or internship at Newbury Marketing. They're、mm-hmm. all local companies in Vermont. And、yeah. they they did marketing with Summer U at UVM. So、um, I feel like once because of that first on campus job, it got it kind of helped me to explore a lot more options. And then from the major that I switched to, they also have a very very、um, well established internship programs for students to. Go and then to explore what actually suits them. So I have done many, many different internships during the semester and also during the summer. And I remember one summer I didn't go home, so I did one on-campus job, three internships、um, during two summers. Even、wow. though most of the internships were unpaid, but、yeah. I feel like I've Well spent my summer, and、um, I think that was much that was better than you know making money but not getting anything for myself.、Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying. So, so maybe a good、um, good thing to talk about right now are the different summers that、uh, in college. So you did a so you know tell us about a few describe a few. Of the summers. Um, last summer I took a one credit Japanese course. Is um, I remember is I believe it's the first, first or second semester. I think it's the first summer at UVM. Mm-hmm. Um, I took because I took Japanese class, and then、mm-hmm. there was a one credit Japanese course. Um, it's. A cultural trip, so we traveled to Japan for two weeks,、mm-hmm. and we spent two weeks in different cities in Japan. And we have different projects.、Uh, we have to do journals, and we also have to meet with the teacher's family. And we had a lot of different opportunities speaking Japanese, and that was a little interesting because. I travel with、um, all. Well, I was the only Asian student in in the group, so the、mm-hmm. rest of them are American students. Yeah. So when I went when I arrived, they all assumed that 
I am also from Japan. I'm Japanese. So、mm-hmm. people would all come to me to speak to me in Japanese, and then hope that I would be able to translate for them. But the funny thing is that I was actually the one with the least Japanese、uh, skills. <laughs> like I, I only took one semester of Japanese, and、right. then the rest of my classmates they were all already like taking it for two years or three years. So I found it a little uncomfortable, but also a little funny. And then,、um, so that was one summer. And then the other summer is the one that I mentioned earlier that I took、uh, different internship in one summer. So I had an on-campus job in the student center,、uh-huh. but it wasn't every day. It was only probably like three days a week and a couple hours each time. Yeah. And then that time, because for my major community entrepreneurship, we have to do, I think three or six credits of internships, and I felt like, oh, maybe that was the time for me to try different internships. So I did a marketing intern, and that was a pay intern in Colchester.、Uh, mm-hmm. What we did was they have different.、Um, Post、uh, POS system. Yeah.、Um, so they work with local restaurants or coffee shops、yeah. or local stores, and、yeah. then my job is to help them to kind of、um, start their Facebook page and Twitter,、mm-hmm. and then as well as learning how to fix or set up POS system for different、uh, food services because. They、um, they said for just food services,、um, they have one kind of POS system, and then for the bars or cafe, they have different ones. So that summer, I learned about that, and then I also did another internship helping、um, a company. They did、uh, how would I call this? So this company they develop, they design、um, toys. Yeah. For kids before they start school, I, I would say probably like for kids from age one to like three. Yeah, pre-kindergarten, pre-pre-kindergarten kids. Yeah. Yeah, and what they told me to do is because their manufacturer is、yeah. in China, and then they found this website in China that was copying. Um, radio in Italy, so、yeah. they told me to go on the website to point out and translate everything to Chinese、uh, to English, and then、um, they want me to contact the the company in China and ask them to stop and like close their website or something. So that、yeah. was what I did for one, and then.、Um, There was another one. I can't remember, but I remember I was running around on campus, off campus, all in Burlington, Colchester, in between like different positions, and yeah, that's how I spent two, almost three months, of summer, in Vermont without going anywhere, and I think that summer was very. Valuable for my personal experience and for my、um, career in the future. 
You mentioned a little earlier about why or how you ended up picking your major in community entrepreneurship. Um, and, you know, you switched, I think you said, from business to community entrepreneurship. So um, tell us now that, um, you know, you've graduated from UVM. Um, I know you went back to do a master's program, but how has UVM shaped your uh, career so far? Um, I, wow, that's a big question. Um, I would say in different aspects, a lot of different yeah. aspects. Mm -hmm. So, of course, the classes that I took, the professors that I met, mm -hmm. and also something that I learned in being a student at UVM. Um, let me explain this a little bit. Yeah. So, because I, I think I mentioned when I started at UVM, there wasn't a lot of international students. And of course, there were teachers or advisors to help. But mm -hmm. I feel like the help that I would get was not very enough. So I think it's, the, well, it's the attitude and the approach because um, I am the type of person that if I want to know something, I would just go ahead and do my best and look for the answers. Right. And when I started at UVM, I couldn't, uh, I needed a lot, a lot of guidance and help, but I could only get a minimum so yeah. I would try and talk to different people and because for international students, we have the, the Office of International Education and we, we would have an advisor. So I would right. go to the advisor a lot and she would kind of explain to me how things work and then she would give me like uh, a brief explanation and then... Yeah. I would go and actually explore myself. And I yeah. think being able to explore and look for your own answer, it's something that I learned at UVM, even though this is not taught in class, but that's, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's also a strategy or a method to get around and be successful at UVM as a student. So mm -hmm. I think that's how I ended up um, choosing what I do right now is because yeah. I, I took classes and then I also did a TESOL program. So the TESOL program is teaching English for mm -hmm. speakers of other languages. And mm -hmm. then that's when I found that I actually want to be in education field. So that's why I went back to get a master's in education. And I think with all of those, and then um, people, students, classes, internships, part-time positions on campus, off campus, all of those shaped my career and guide me to where I am right now. Now, let me ask you a 
related question. Now, you said you went to New Zealand when you were in middle school. And after that, you told your parents you want to study abroad. You don't care where. And then, you know, you came to Massachusetts and then, of course, later on to UVM. Now, do you, how do you, how do you feel about studying abroad? Uh, how, do, how do you feel? Uh, do you now, many years later, do you feel as strongly and as positive about it? Do you feel like it has enriched you? Um, I feel the, the years that I study abroad yeah. actually gave me different perspective mm-hmm. to view different things um, in different aspects, like for my job or my family or my friends or things that happen in the world. Because um, I currently I work in China. Yeah. And I work with uh, a group of Chinese people here. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's very different from when I study in the U.S. And I right. think being in the U.S. because I've met with um, students from different cultures, different right. backgrounds. And right. that kind of prepare me to be able to work in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't choose to go home back to Taiwan to work. Because I, well, I love challenges, so I don't want to go back to the comfort zone. So I chose to be somewhere else, um, away from home. And I feel like I'm able to work in different countries, different uh, cultures, because I was prepared for this. Hmm. It's a great point. Yeah, so I I never regret that I study abroad, even though I I lost more than ten years spending time with my family. But I feel like that was an important part of my life, mm-hmm. and definitely that was one of the best thing that happened. And I was very grateful to to be able to study abroad. You went to UVM um, as an undergrad and uh, many years ago now, uh, not that many years ago, but a few years ago. Now, if you were to go back, um, what would you do differently with those four years? What would you, now that you know what you know, um, what would you do differently? I I would say that I would spend more time studying for all the tests or exams <laughs> that I had. Okay. <laughs> and um, for classes, I would do my best try to raise my hands during classes more because for lecture style classes it's very difficult for me to you know raise my hand and ask questions in front of different people just Mm -hmm. because english 
is not my first language. So I always have that barrier in inside myself.、Mm -hmm. um, and I will probably continue doing field hockey in college. Yeah. Because I,、um, when I started college, I told myself that I, I just wanna、uh, have fun, so、mm -hmm. I don't wanna do sports because I feel like sports will would take up a lot of my time. So,、right. yeah. So I think definitely, if I could change, I want to spend more time on my classes. As well as continue with all the other things that happen outside of classes. <laughs> what what kind of advice would you have all the people that you are teaching right now, aspiring students, getting ready to go to college, getting ready to study abroad or study in the U.S.? Um. Well, first I would tell them. They should get out of their comfort zone because I do see a lot of students who go abroad to study and they still stay within their group of friends.、Mm -hmm. um, being more open and exploring a different culture will do good for them. Yeah.、Um, Also, something that I really have to emphasize is networking. Networking、yeah. is the most important thing that we all need to have. And because of networking, I was able to find my current job. Because、mm -hmm. of networking, I was being able to connect with students or people. Or alumni from different countries. When I go there,、mm -hmm. I think networking is something that we all need to have and we、mm -hmm. all need to be familiar with because、mm -hmm. that's really helpful. And of course, English, like the language itself, is very important. They shouldn't be shy about speaking. They should be、um, brave and not. Feel like oh, they people would laugh at them if they say something wrong because、um, whatever they say, people will understand. <laughs> right, absolutely. And, yeah, and just try to join different clubs, different、um, groups.、Uh, try things that they've never seen in in their country. Try、mm -hmm. to. Speak to people that are from different cultures. I think they will learn a lot, and they will be surprised how much they don't know before they meet those people. So, Ruby, we are、uh, sort of winding down our podcast here now. Before we sign off,、um, I'd like you to. You know, take a moment and maybe share some memories from UVM or some traditions or any thoughts or anything else that you feel we haven't touched on、uh, in this conversation. 
Um, well, yeah, something that I think is one of the best and I haven't mentioned is because um, as soon as I moved out of the dorms, I started renting apartments and had roommates. Mm-hmm. And I would say that was the most memorable experience mm-hmm. uh, of my UVM life because there were good things and bad things. And that's how, um, that's something that I think it's also important because I got to meet with different people and then I got to live with different people and knowing that we all have our differences. Yeah. And when we live together, we all have to work with each other. Cause you know, we, we do have people who, who just wake up at six, go to bed at six or seven, like really early. But we do right. have people that wake up at noon and then go to bed at six in the morning. So <laughs> yeah. I think um, having roommates is the most memorable uh, memory in for my UVM life because um, the roommates that I had for my senior year, they ended up becoming my best friends from college. Yeah. And we're now in different places, but we still connect. And I just went to, well, two years ago before the pandemic, I actually went to attend one of their weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when we were able to all connect, reconnect together again, because we live in different countries. So sure. it was, it's difficult. We still stay in, uh, in contact. Um, um, online, but it just wasn't as easy as the past when we all lived together. Fair enough. Oops. So, um, so Ruby, um, first of all, let me thank you for taking the time and sharing all your experiences and uh, putting up with some of the technical difficulties along the way here. But um, I think this is been extremely, extremely detailed and interesting and inspiring. And I hope um, all the aspiring international students uh, get something out of it. So thank you again. And I'm sure we'll be in touch. But uh, for now, take care and be safe. Thank you. And stay safe uh, in Shanghai there. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast with Ruby Shu about the University of Vermont. Ruby took a very calm and exploratory approach towards college. Her college experience was shaped by a number of courses, campus opportunities, summer internships, before she found her major, community development and applied economics. Ruby shares her experience in great detail and directness. International students will find her insights and tips very valuable. I hope Ruby's story inspires you to look at the University of Vermont closely. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts 
are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College matters. Alma Alma matters. matters.